This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This video is sponsored by Voxy the pay-as-you-go mobile network that gives you unlimited social media for as little as £10 a month. For a limited time, sign up to Voxy through the link in the description to receive a £40 reward after making only two monthly payments. You'll also be directly supporting the channel. So click the link in the description to sign up now. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast with today's special guest, the Tilton Two. Good, uh, good afternoon, guys. How are you? <laughs> hey, Sorry, that's yeah, Looking forward to this one. Mm. So, <laughs> um, yeah, today Jamie and Zach on with us. Unfortunately, uh, Jamie's in Turkey and Zach is at the Blues. I think today with the Blues women. Uh, so this is why I've decided to bring in the big guns, the big lads, the Tilton yes, yeah. Two, Tabriz and Faisal. Yeah. It's uh, great to have you on, guys. I've been wanting to get you on for a while. Obviously, we did um, a podcast at the start of the season. Um, was it the start of the season together? It was like... It almost was. It merged into one, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. definitely, it was a while ago now. It feels like a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, mm. really looking forward to time in again, mate. Thanks for having us on, mate. That's all good, man. It's great, yeah. Um, today, as usual, we're going to be reflecting on the QPR game. A win at last. It was good to actually get a win there. And um, also looking ahead to the Blackburn game as well. And also sort of wondering how we're going to survive the rest of the season. Are we safe? Are we not? So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Guys, what did you think about the game yesterday? I mean, we were saying we were going to be couldn't get to that one. Know, QPR yeah. away mm-hmm. for us is always one we always look forward to. It's one of the games I feel like it's fairly, for us anyway, fairly good to get to, yeah. easy to get to. Easy to get to yeah. And the atmosphere we were saying before we came online. You know, you literally feel like you're right on top of the pitch. So, coming into it, massive. And with the situation of Watford earlier on in the week, again, every game now feels like, you know, the weight of the world's on it. This one, again, massively important. Yeah, must, must mm. result, really. And going into it, to be fair, I felt, I felt fairly confident. I mean, a team where I saw their manager come out and his sort of pre-match conference... And they were looking at it as a huge game. Yeah. But there was something around it, I think, based on the Watford performance and, and the games before, I did think that we'd get a result here. And luckily we did. I mean, 
Mm. Like you said, we weren't at the game, but to see three minutes in and Chongi get himself on a score oh, sheet, yeah. I was yeah. absolutely buzzing. Just sets the nerves, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, massively, massively. What about you, you Tom? Well, I, I immediately saw Albert Adoma in the team. So I thought, here we go, another old Villa player bounces. Yeah, well, you think they're all actually going to score? <laughs> it was so. Keenan Davis against Watford. It's now going to be a Domo against yeah. QPR, and he nearly yeah. did actually. He broke through at one point um, and be- yeah, yeah. put a cracking challenge in. Managed to yeah. get it over the bar in the end, but uh, yeah, he was pretty poor. And so were QPR. They were absolutely shocking yesterday. I don't know yeah. about you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, uh, it was a bit of a scrappy game, to be fair, especially from QPR. Mm. Yeah, not a great performance at all. But that's the I'll thing, we've said it, haven't we, for a while now. It's like, we play play teams and it's almost like, I hate to say it, but I don't want us to get let off because we're playing a poor side. Mm. But that's what yeah. it feels like. We can't kill teams off. And we come out the back of it and you're thinking, well, it's because they were so poor, really, that's got us through that. Yeah, end of the just to stay up. I'll take whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, if you look at it in terms of like progression, you've got to be killing them teams off. And again, even in the QPR game towards the end of the game, you're just soaking up pressure. I mean, yeah. the last minutes, I mean, we, we held them back, but it's like you know, you've got no fingernails left by the end of it. Yeah, I, I was definitely sat on that sofa clenching my chest at one point when, um. <laughs> It's literally right at the end of the game, wasn't it? Lyndon Dykes, it dropped to him and he managed to toe-poke it wide. So I was just like, oh, thank fuck for that, honestly. <laughs> but it's also fairly interesting. It's like the other the other way around. It's always like Blues turn on as well at the last 10 minutes of the game. I mean, we'll be losing, losing, losing. And all of a sudden, 10 minutes. Yeah, we have a window where we yeah, see yeah. pretty positive. <laughs> So yeah, yeah that, that was against uh, Watford last week, wasn't it? When we had that good period at the start of the second half and just couldn't yeah, capitalise yeah. on anything. We knows, yeah, you just don't do nothing with it, and then we just go begging again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing I liked about Chongi's goal was, even though it was you know kind of like a tapping or whatever, I liked that there was there was a lot of bodies in the box for once. Mm. Recently, true. man, you see so many times where obviously you know we're trying to get it out wide and get a ball in. Duke is too deep in the pitch, so he's not even in the box. Yeah. We've got no, maybe have Hogan in there or something. But to see, you know, obviously the ball go across and for a few lads to be in there. Yeah, they were queuing up really, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I was happy with that. Yeah, I mean, Red- Go on, sorry. Uh, Red- Kadra as well in the in the build up to the goal as well. Redekadra, what yeah, can I can you speak say about that, for ages, man? Yeah. Bloody hell, the live wiring He really is. He really is. I mean, it's funny because we were saying when he first came into the team, yeah. you know, he got announced and everything. We were saying, like, I don't know, we were making jokes, basically. He looked like a... I know, I don't really want to say it exactly. too well because I'm basically putting egg on my face. Yeah. Just thinking, you know? Yeah, I was thinking, you know, he didn't look like he was in the best shape, let's say, when he first came in and stuff. And then literally hit the ground running, didn't he? Oh, it was amazing. Every time he's on the pitch, every time he's on the pitch, he's so direct, such a live wire. Yeah, and the chance he even creates for himself, I mean, that's what we're looking for. I'll say the same about Bakuna, to be fair. Like, even though there's times or moments where Bakuna's lackadaisical or he's, you know, kind of nonchalant on the ball, he has proper moments of magic and he creates chances for himself. And Kadra's the same, whether that's for other players or himself. Like, the shots he gets off, how direct he is, he's so fast. Defenders must be shitting themselves. Yeah. yeah. 
No, absolutely. They're very good technical players, aren't they? They've got a good bit about them. It's not like with some of the battlers in the team, like Dean and Duke, who are more yeah. physical and more demanding of those players. Um, which, interestingly, Harley Dean was left out of the team. However, his replacement, Mark Roberts, was absolutely fantastic. What did you yeah. guys think to him? Yeah, yeah, massively. I mean, Mark Roberts is a is a weird one because I think there's like two sides of the camp, isn't there? I think there's some fans that are very much like, yeah, he what he gives us, he's you know, he's fairly solid, big body, and when he's on it, he's on it. But then you've also got other people I think give him a lot of criticism. Just I feel like they've got it in their head right, he's he's rubbish or he's got mistakes and that's it. There's nothing he's gonna do that's gonna change their mind, kind of thing. So I'm on the I'm in the camp of where I think he's a valuable defender. I think he gives us again, he has got mistakes in him, but he is a big body. And when he is on it, I think he's pretty reliable and he's a good defender to have. And I think him and Long Long, again, I've said it so many times, I've been a bit of a critic of Long, but he is just growing into that position more and more every game. And I mean him. Long and Roberts, I think yesterday showed. Yeah, they were both they had solid. a great game. Both really solid. And pivotal to us, you know, getting that win really and seeing yeah. out that pressure. Yeah, I mean, uh, like what you're saying there, it, it's Roberts has had a bit of a mixed bag this season. I feel like, like well, they've not been out by injuries either. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then when Dean came in and actually hit form, you know, Dean's looked strong really this whole season. Mm. I did think kind of where does. Where does Roberts fit when he comes back into the picture when he gets you know back from injury and stuff? But now I think yesterday he was back to top form. Really, he was back to being solid. Hmm. Back to looking good. And I mean, in that centre back position, we need everyone to do a shift. Yeah. So yeah, to see Long as well, like you mentioned, looking solid and each game growing. That's what we need. Yeah. Huge. No, I completely agree. Yeah, it's it's good to know that we've got a bit of backup in the defensive options because obviously we played back four yesterday where Trusty played at the left-hand side. So it's good to know that we've got Long, we've got Roberts, we've got Dean, we've got Trusty who can move back in. And some of the younger players as well who like Alfie Chang when he came on yesterday was terrific, wasn't he? Yeah, I've been a massive fan of him all season, to be fair. Like, I think he's just such a cool head Mm. in midfield. And when you look at players that can come in, you know, when I'm going to single out Gary Gardner. When Gary Gardner plays, it's like watching Wimbledon. You know what I mean? <laughs> the ball is going to go up in the air. Yeah. Or he's yeah. going to be back towards, you know, back facing God, he's hoofing it over his head. You know, it's just like... And you were saying, Tommy, I think, a, a really good point of, you know, let's say Chong and uh, Kadra being really technical players. And they are the, the players, really, that make things happen. But when the ball is going up in the air, it is next to useless. They can't get into the game. Yeah. You're wasting that outlet completely. So, you know, for me, when I watch the team, I'm looking for the players that, like, you know, will bring the ball down at every given opportunity. We need to be playing the ball on the floor because otherwise you just bypass the best players in our team, really. Yeah. No, it is true, yeah. I, I definitely think you have to play towards, obviously, your strengths in the players we've got. Players like Hannibal, obviously, like you said, Kadra, Chong, that need the ball. Even Hogan needs the ball really into his feet or, obviously, a flick on Bojuki. But Chang, I think, when he's in the team, I mean, we saw him with, like, Bielik and stuff in the team. Them two, I think, are a really good mix, like, just with the synergy of everyone. Mm. Keeping the ball down, playing the ball simple, getting it out to the wings, which is where we want it. 
and letting the players flourish really like yeah man change some of his little passes out to the wing it just creates chances for us yeah it really does and yeah. it steadies the ship it's like it's massively it's yeah steady. i think that as well yeah it's 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 cool head it's like a cool head on young shoulders isn't it it's really surprising to see yeah yeah because i think last season when we saw him again big part i did think you know he's lacking that bit of physicality this season it's been a completely completely different player you know i think i mean if i look at last season you look at jordan james he was a player who kind of came into the fold and kind of grew 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 whereas this season if anything i feel like he's kind of like Maybe not 25 of his own, but he's almost kind of like shrunk a little bit in terms of the way he's been playing or his involvement, I feel like. Whereas Chan's come in. And again, he is. He's taking he's taking that position from Jordan mm. James, I think. If if one of the young lads is coming on midfield, it's going to be Chan for me all day. So, I mean, it's huge. I mean, you look at all the young players, to be fair, Tom. Hall now, I think, looks like water, water player. As long as Troy Deeney doesn't try and get him moved on. <laughs> well, is he, he's 18, isn't he, still? And considering he looks like a first-team player, you would never think he's still one of our classed as one of our young players. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think all the young players, to be fair, have really done a shift. Like, every time any of them come on the pitch, it's not like... I mean, I remember, obviously, when when sort of the end of ben, uh, Bowyer's... Well, when he started, really, obviously, we saw some of these players start featuring. And I was thinking, you know, you, you see the talent there. But to come on, what, literally a season and a half onwards or whatever it is, and then all to pretty much develop into what you could have as all really starting lineup players. Obviously, you know, you'd prefer Bielik or whoever on the pitch. But if yeah. you've got that depth, none of them go and miss. None of them go and miss whenever they come on the pitch, whatever you don't feel like it's a loss to the team, it's it's a strength. And to see they're only that young and doing that much, I mean, I have to give, hopefully, anyway, I hope it is whoever the backroom staff, the training staff, and John Eustace a pat on the back for that. Because I'd like to think, just from what we've seen this season, Eustace has played a massive factor in their development. Mm. So, in terms yeah. of the Eustace, um, in or out situation i imagine you guys are pretty much in aren't you i'm definitely john yeah. used to in. yeah i was i was teetering the line to be fair like last week and this week based on uh the games that we had like rotherham obviously this game qpr it's hard not to be tough. but now nah, overall overall i have been used to seeing the whole time to be fair i love you yeah. Oh right. I was okay. teetering the line. <laughs> was he not a few weeks ago? <laughs> like he said, teetering the line is probably being. Uh, it's probably fairly accurate, won't we say? Yeah. yeah. What about you, Tommy? What do you reckon? Uh, I, now that I think of it, I'm really not too sure. I feel like uh, I, I would just say uh, I'd say out because I feel we could do better. But I do appreciate the work that he's done. I would have loved to have gotten Chris Wilder. I feel that was a bit of a miss, really. Yeah. Um, but knowing him at Watford, he'll probably get the sack by the end of the season for no reason <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I feel like Eustace has done the good job that he's he, he's done what he's um, been brought in to do, really, which is keep the, the ship afloat and make sure we don't go down. So I'm pretty happy with the work that he's done. But yeah. in terms of, if, is he going to get us into the playoffs or push us up the table I'm not too sure um, yeah we'll have to see 
yeah, I agree with that. I just think where we are, I think, yeah, coming into the season, relegation favourites, where we are now, I think, don't get me wrong, the season, we said it earlier, didn't we? It's been a bit of a rubbish season in terms of, you know, I think the way we've played in some parts, you know, we nearly went on two spells of having five yeah. consecutive defeats. So you can't look past that. But in some games, I mean, the one key standout game for me and really pisses me off how we've, how you go from one extreme to the other is the Albion game. You know, you look at the Albion game, how well we played. And then following game, what we lost. And then we went on and just played shit football. And you think, mm. how can you go from one extreme to the absolute other? But I do think we've seen underused this, regardless of like results or anything like that. I think he's definitely brought back. You can see the players yeah, want to play for yeah. him. And I think that's something as fans probably don't get a great insight so obviously we're not on the change of room and and all of that part, but they definitely want to play for him. And I think if you look back to last season, you know, and you'll remember those scenes at Blackpool, oh yeah, sitting in the dugout and you know, it's even look with Karanka. I mean, it's been seasons yeah. now where we've had managers that just lose the dressing room. Completely, yeah. And I think there's something for that. And the scenes after games as well, you yeah. know. Especially when you're going away, the scenes of Eustace, now he'll be grabbing some of them lads and going, no, you go over to them fans and you make sure, you know, you clap them and, you know, you appreciate the support. I think stuff like that as well, outside of the, you know, like let's say that the performances on the pitch, those things need to be noted as well mm. because I think it makes a massive difference and sets a precedent for, for all of the lads. So for me, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where I sit with Eustace. And yeah. I don't want to go out the frying pan into the fire thinking. Because if I was a manager, I'm looking at Birmingham City as like the last place I'd want to go, if I'm being completely honest. Like the club, the training ground's in, on fire. The, the book's <laughs> not on fire. The ownership needs to be on fire. You know, it's literally, right, I'm not touching them with a, with a 10 foot barge, but unless you support Birmingham City, what are you coming here for? That's what it kind of feels like at points. So, yeah, I'm trying to make an argument for no, you. No, to no, say no, no, no. <laughs> it, it is a weird one. It is a weird one because I, I see, I do see both arguments really in terms of there's there's plenty of games, especially more recently, where even tactically or or substitutions or whatever, or even the starting yeah. lineup, where I think no doubt, yeah. that formation just you know needs to be binned for this game. You know, maybe we decide we can play our wing packs or whatever, but. Yeah, there's just certain times where there is frustration, I think, especially as you know, obviously going to St Andrews and stuff, you know now a lot of the fans are onto it from the get-go. Do you know what I mean? There's frustration from the first whistle, really, on certain things. So, yeah, yeah, it's a weird one, man. I can really see how fans fall on either side of the fence. It's just the main thing for me, which is why I'm hesitant on on falling over the uses out is just exactly that. Who are our other op- options, really? Mm, I mean, yeah. that's, where, that's what it comes down to, yeah. basically. And yeah. Constant changing. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah, it's it is a real difficult one, isn't it? Because you don't want yeah. to go too over-ambitious at the same time, because if you say someone like Wilder, yeah. then if we do somehow manage to get him, we've gone very ambitious with the manager, but the team then might not be able to sort of match his yeah. standards. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And you're changing hands all the time. Mm. You, know, the, you know, the ideology of the team playing and stuff like that. 
it completely changes and I think that can that could hinder the way you play. I mean mm. already all of our best players pretty much loanies anyway, so I can't wait for next season, mate. I know, yeah. <laughs> cannot wait. Cannot wait. We're gonna be in another, you know, yo yo or roll up. Wait to see the transfer embargo come through. Oh yeah, and the point deduction. <laughs> Bring it up. <laughs> Honestly, what is next season going to be like? If this season is bad, what the hell's... That's tomorrow's problem. Let's stay up and we'll deal with that later. <laughs> That's for future Homer to worry about. <laughs> Honestly. I, I'm really surprised, though, we didn't score more yesterday. Like, the first half, it could have been like a repeat off that 4-3 game. Like, literally, yeah. they were yeah. shockingly bad at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been three or four to Juki. Juki could have had maybe two. He could have had about a double hat trick at half time. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, he had a lovely bit of play there. Remember, we took the ball down, fixed it like over his head, and then volleyed it. The angle was terrible. Like he'd have to do some real special there, but just that play, a bit of flair. Yeah. <laughs> if I had squirmed beneath his legs, I'd think I'd have actually screamed honestly because it was oh, like yeah. Van Bastenesque or something. It was yeah. like what the hell, yeah, Van Djukovic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was, you know, and everyone screamed. Doo. Oh, you know, he knows we're not booing him. Do you know what I mean? He I mean, must know by now. Yeah, he must know. It could have been mm. could have been a whitewash to be fair by the end of the first half. It should have been. And had it have been a better team, that probably we could have lost that game. I think because because yeah. mm. it was. <laughs> it was just one of those games where I felt like we take the lead early on. We've then got to pretty much sit in for the whole of the 90 minutes and make sure that we don't concede again. But it wasn't like that. We, have, we, were, we were on the front foot again. We were getting at them. But then if you are getting at them, make sure that you score. Don't turn it into another Watford and just continue to put the ball wide and miss opportunities here and there. It's just like capitalise on it, punish them, you know, that we haven't punished the team very well this season. The best oh, one I can think of is Bristol City at home. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's the thing. It is a hundred percent it's that it's that quality of finishing teams off that we completely lack. Like like you said, you know, a lot of the times we have or we do get teams to engage in like a scrappy game or whatever, a scrappy affair. But even when we play better or have the chances, we haven't got anyone who's got that clinical touch and finishes it off. Yeah. I mean, even in some games, like that game you said, you know, we could have got the loss there, even though we should have been 3-4-0 up at the, at the first half. Let's say we were 2-0 up. We see plenty of times where even then, you know, a team gets a goal in the second half and the, the, the game's completely flipped around. Completely flipped around. Go on, we're going to have a technical issue. I'm going to have to go get a laptop, Charlie. Can you believe it? But you're going to play some <laughs> Benny Hill music. <laughs> while we do that while we do that we're gonna have a word from our sponsors <laughs> this video is sponsored by the modern milkman join the milk round and get a wide variety of fresh milk groceries and household products delivered straight to your door in reusable containers and recyclable packaging by signing up using the link in the description you'll receive 15 pounds off your first three weeks and you'll also be directly supporting the channel so click the link in the description to sign up now now back to the video. Yeah, finishing games yeah, yeah. off, getting the win, securing the bag, which we never do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always it's always a nail biting finish, pretty much. Yeah, there's only been a few moments in the last few seasons where I felt like we were just like absolutely cruising. There was a couple of times 
this season, obviously with West Brom at home and Bristol City at home and yeah. Luton away last season, of course, when we won 5-0. I mean, like, how easy was that? That was insane, that was. Yeah, I know. That yeah, that point, was the best player in the championship. I know, at that point, I was genuinely firing up the promotion bus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were so... What was, that? was that the we second game of the season? Was it, it was or... early. It was early on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were thinking, yeah, we were absolutely going to... I mean, I'm always doing that. I literally, we were in one game, I was thinking, oh, that's it, we finally turned the page and this is it now, this is it. Boy. I couldn't be... I couldn't be more opposite to you. I'm like, yeah. we win a game, I'm like, nah, don't, don't buy into it. It's a load of nonsense. Yeah. We're going to lose the next three. <laughs> yeah, mate. I don't, honestly. It's a depressing journey being a blue, isn't it? So, yeah, any kind of glimmer of hope, I try and cling on to yeah. any way I can. But, yeah, we've still got some games of the season. That's the mad thing, isn't it? It's, it's still, the championship doesn't let up. So, long way yeah. to go. So let's uh, let's move on then and talk about Blackburn. Um, I mean, how many weeks away is it? It's the 19th today, and then we play them on the 1st. It's like two, two weeks. weeks away. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks for the international break. Come on, what's the fucking point? Oh, 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 mate, oh, no. Trust me, yeah. I do not care. I could not care less. I really couldn't. It's really such couldn't. a pain, honestly. I just I can't be asked with any of it. Um, but yeah, yeah April 1st. Um, Blues awesome. Blackburn. Yeah. I mean, are we, are we confident for this one? Blackburn are still doing pretty decent. They yeah, are, mate, and they're a good side. I think they've always been a good side, and especially with I look at you know Blues Blackburn games. They're never an easy. I always feel like they they turn up against us. Mm. Um, I mean, the positive of it being two weeks, we can't use the excuse of our tired legs and that seems to be banded around all the time, as if the other teams aren't playing two games in a week, and you know an extra day makes all the difference. So that's one positive. Hopefully we'll have, you know, no more excuses. But in terms of, yeah, I mean, how do I feel about going into Blackburn? I don't actually know. Being completely honest, I think it's going to, obviously it's going to be a really tough game. They're a physical side, a good side. And with it being two weeks away, I feel like form really goes out the window. It's kind of like a fresh start. And again, with Blues, you don't know what you're going to get. No. No, I mean, here's, here's something for you then. So, are we going to do the opposite of the last international break we had? So, obviously, we went into the World Cup period doing brilliantly and came out terribly. So, are we going to go in relatively terribly and come out brilliant towards the end of the season? I'll take that, Tom. Oh, no. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with that. Yeah, we're having a light promotion push now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. actually, we are currently on 45 points and Millwall are sixth on 60. Um, so we're gonna have to win a lot of games. Oh, yeah. That is so much. It's but, like five wins in hoping that everybody else above us in between that point doesn't yeah, yeah win but, any games anytime soon, which ain't gonna happen, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one, but I mean the positive thing is we're now nine points off the relegation spots, and that that for me is is huge. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. Everyone's huge, huge yeah. yeah, everyone's huge. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what to make of it either, to be fair. I'm hoping, like you said, we come out and we look rejuvenated. Um, but yeah, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one without sounding pessimistic, obviously it is. They're definitely favourites to absolutely yeah. to, to, to beat us. But I feel like Blues as well, against the teams we should be beating, we end up playing to their strengths or, you know, our level of play drops. And then teams that are 
better than us or you'd expect you know higher up in the table i feel like we we end up elevating our performances or start playing up to their level so yeah it's, a- it's interesting you bring that up bring that up actually i was thinking that the other day it's like we do stoop to their level don't we like lower teams yeah. that are playing badly yeah, yeah it's scrappy and i feel like we go back to like i don't know you can see us getting nervy do you know what I mean? That's when I feel like it comes out like head tennis mm. and just booting the ball away. And I hate that. I hate that. No, it's true. Yeah. It's just, it's, I mean, even at other point, but I hate it. From mm. kick that ball goes straight back to, to long now and he just hoofs it every game. What are you doing? Yeah. And also Mark Roberts' long throw made a oh, yeah, yeah. the other day as well. <laughs> But you know what? That Barnes, he's the Barnsley Beckham, I tell you, he's got a little delivery on oh, yeah, him, he, he does have a little delivery. He does, when he gets it. I do like the Barnsley Beckham, I'm a bit partial. I'm like, he's, I'm like his fucking fan club, and I know. Like, <laughs> John, I've, um, I'm deciding to make a petition that Mark Roberts should no longer take that long throw, but rather should do like a little one-two and then yeah. just cross the ball instead. But teams exactly. know that that's a thing, isn't it? Teams that when he goes there, for the throwing, they know they know what's happening, yeah, no. and they're not that great because they're just like you want it like long and flat, really, with some pace, and it is just go. Mate, the conversion rate literally Look. must be zero percent. Yeah, it's 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 close to one percent. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's mental. Yeah, but yeah, joys and sorrows in it with blues. <laughs> on, what do you think? What do you think about Burn Gang? Yeah. I, I think we're going to win. I, I we we do well against Blackburn at home. I know I'm I'm pretty confident for us really. Um Sam Gallagher's going to score. I think you saw him score an own goal today, I think it was. <laughs> well, um, if he could score an own goal against us that'd be great because he shushed oh, us the last time he scored against I know, us. I was um I understand it when like Davis does it to us obviously because he's an old Villa player but yeah. Gallagher like Oh, yeah. that's all. It's just completely. You came here and flopped, and then you're gonna do that. And we gave him a little outlet, I think. Yeah, he wasn't. If he didn't come to us, he was really down down mm. the bottom of the barrel. But mm. well, I'm not bitter or salty at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Definitely not. Fucking <laughs> boy. Damn it. <laughs> no, I think we're gonna win. I um, I I, I can see us getting that bounce again. Uh, we always do well against Blackburn at home. We do terribly against them away. Um, yeah. But I feel like we can hit on some good form and get playing that four-two-three-one with the four at the back, get yeah. some pace up top, get attacking, get the home fans on side. Because yeah. things could really look up then because we're coming towards yeah. the end of the season now. The pressure looks to be off a bit. And if the fans are coming yeah. back, the weather's better, you know, there's a good end to the season. We can then go into the transfer window. We can go into the transfer window feeling a bit better. And if the, st- the bottom tiers are fixed, things could be feeling a little bit better then afterwards, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you, you, you're spot on, I think, yeah. What do you think about the uh, the safe standing time? I'm happy for it, definitely, because I'm assuming that people will want to go back to the stadium then and be like, oh, something new about it then. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's it's behind that goal as well, so it's given them people options to stand there and I don't know, just be like Blues fans almost. It's it's yeah. I agree with it. I, it's a good idea for them and it's a good interaction with the fans as well, even if it is a little bit of a diversion tactic. I don't really care to yeah, be honest because it's a good improvement. Yeah, I mean to get 
more fans in or, you know, especially behind that goal and make the sort of, you know, more intimidating, I think, is a massive, massive plus. Mm. But when I read it, it does, to me, it does seem like, like you said, a diversion. It, it's more just um, the timing and the way it came out in terms of so the response well, and all of that well. stuff. Literally, they released, right, mm. what do you think about today standing? Then bang, here's a particular, you know, here's like a poll. Tell us what you think the same day. And it was like, to me, it sounds like, well, if we can get away with spending less money and putting seats in, let's put stay standing and everyone will be happy. Mm. And it's but that's what I mean exactly like you said the diversion that's that's what that's what came to my mind just because of the response and the timing from that letter it just seemed like yeah they're trying to make it sound like oh well, we've got this in the works or we've had this or yeah. you know whatever but yeah I agree with it mm -hmm. how confident are you for the owners leaving anytime soon I don't think I don't think I don't think I'm very hopeful at all I, I, I am happy about, I, I do think things are moving in the right direction with, with stuff like this, you know, the sports yeah. group and, and that sort of thing. We're doing everything we can exactly, to yeah. support us, you know, I think it'd be nice to spread the word even more because I think there's still a whole ton of supporters who probably aren't aware of how they can get involved yeah. or even have their yeah. voices heard. Um, but yeah, in terms of what impact does it have on BSHL? Like, you know, I think we've both said it on the podcast, haven't we? You know, and you keep hearing it. People who are in power don't even turn up to the game because they're not even aware mm. of, you know, what's going on. And it annoys me because it's like, if you read into it, you know, we keep hearing in the last statement, oh, the 21.64 or whatever it is, percent being sold is like the first time. Well, we've known this. We've known this for ages, but even in the last statement, it was like kind of put in there as if it was something new. And again, that kind of feels like it's something that is to kind of keep the masses kind of quiet. If you're not reading into it, you're not keeping up to it. You might read that and think, oh, that's like a, something that's mm. new. But it's not. You know, that's the whole structure of the deal that was even going before, you know, Max Max Co got involved. Um, you know, even with Bozo Bassini. That was, the, that was the that was either the agreement even there you know it was going to be bought in, in in stages from our understanding even that when they get that or you know you buy that 21.64 percent bsh can still put out yeah well that's thing. that's the main thing so, i just think i just think even even though we've had real interest from parties i do think their negotiations are just dire basically bsh yeah. are kind of holding they don't have Potential any incentive to leave us either. They don't yeah. have any incentive to leave. That's what it seems like. If they've, there's no, in, you know, incentivization to for them to go, and this stock or you know the stock exchange is genuinely so valuable. I mean, I'm not sure that the monetary value on it, but clearly it is. What what's the what to say they will leave? Yeah. What, you know, I mean, the only thing we can do is obviously put pressure on. I think it is at a yeah. better place than it has been for 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 ages, really. So I do think we are going about it the right way. It's just, yeah, it's just keeping the pressure on really and holding them accountable. It's the speed of it now, isn't it? It's to making yeah. sure that they they get out as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Yeah. I've heard I've heard um, quite a few Blues fans having the mindset of you know maybe they're waiting for the uh, Jude Bellingham money to come in, and maybe that will speed up the process. It's like their bag and I know I'm, I'm kind of hoping that's true. Maybe I don't know, that it means they'll get rid of them. Exactly. I mean, how sad is that, though, thinking that our best player in our club's history and we're going to get, what, how much is it if he goes? I think it's roughly get 25% of whatever he's sold for. So 
roughly if it's 200 million it's about 50 million they're going to take pretty much all of that yeah and then leaving the club's going to have none of that yeah i know i know that's so shit it is mate it's terrible it's absolutely terrible but But, i do think they one way or another they need to go because i think the damage they're going to cause the club is going to be much more yeah and i think they do they do see the club as I don't know how genuinely profitable Birmingham City is, obviously, but they do see it as a club that they just take money out of. You know, or they a name do, on a bit of paper. Exactly, well, yeah. You know. They do obviously get some money out of it. So yeah. I, I do think, yeah, even if they were in charge, I don't think we'd see much of that money reinvested, really. Yeah. From Jude. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is also the other side of it. If you do look at, you know, when they first came in, Look at Redknapp and all the mm. damage he, he caused, really. But he did have money. He mm. did have money behind him, more money than we've seen in a long time. You know, you got like Shaking Doy, they reckon, well, wasn't it? Oh, oh no, yeah. ridiculous. Really, like, <laughs> or Shaking Doy. Oh, yeah, oh, no. that plank of wood in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there is, there is also, I don't know, playing devil's advocate. Right now, it's an absolute shit show, right? But... There has been money. They have put in money mm-hmm. at some point. So doesn't mean I want to be. I know. It's starting to sound like you're trying to be on the fan group. I definitely want them out. Mm. But if you do pay, like, a, I guess, looking at like funding and stuff like that, there was at one point some funding, unfortunately. Yeah, they've, they've just been incredibly naive of all the money they've been giving out like they gave Redknapp 17 million pounds why the hell they thought that was a good idea or it was actually probably more actually when i think of it yeah well i don't know if that was the case it's wrong people in the wrong club really so yeah Yeah, i'll be glad to see the back of them yeah exactly exactly that uh uh, score predictions for blackburn what we're going for do you want to go first uh, go on, man. I will go. I'm always going to go for a win. Yeah, always going to go for a win. I'm going to go. I'll go two one. I reckon Juki gets a goal, and I reckon Hannibal. Jeez. Yeah, Juki's got a goal coming. Yeah, yeah, Come he on. does. He does. Been putting a proper shift in. Yeah, um, special. Yeah, shout out to Juke, man. Shout out to I'm going to say, yeah, a Blues one nil win. And who's scoring that? Who scored at what minute? <laughs> Let's get Cadra another goal. Let's get Cadra another goal. He's oh, got it, Tommy. What about you, Tommy? I'm going to go with you. I'm thinking 2-1 myself. I'm also thinking Duke's going to score. I don't know why, but I just feel like that's the type of that's the type of game I can see it happening. But I can see it going 1-0 to Blackburn. Then Duke gets the equaliser. Yeah. And then I can see us mm-hmm. getting a proper scrappy goal to win it. But I feel we'll play well. That's the one thing I'm hoping for. Because a good performance like that, have a bit of a rest in between. And then hopefully, Eustace will probably go, you know what, we're all right for the rest of the season. Get some of the youngsters in, get a bit of pace up front. Let's fucking go for it. Let's just see if we can get a win or something. It'd be great if we can, because it's, it's, we're going more to the mid table then. And relegation is just like done for the last five games, right. isn't it? And how nice would it be to genuinely end the season without any fear of relegation? Just mm. kind of like, yeah, just no worries, and you can really enjoy. And like you said, man, when it's when the weather's good, it's like Andrews. They are the best days at the games. Yeah, honestly, they are so good. Yeah, you actually can enjoy the game. Yeah. It feels you like can wear just a t-shirt. Absolutely dying. Yeah. yeah. 
So, well, yeah. I, I mean, there was one game last season. I think it might have been like Sheffield United. At, no, no, it was ages ago. What is that last season for? Um, there was a game a couple of seasons ago. I think it was the Monk season. It was a summer evening. I was thinking, oh, that would be nice just to get a, like a T-shirt and shorts on. Went there. It was absolutely fucking freezing. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I had to put my dad's coat on. I was so cold. I was like, the fuck is going on? It's summer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Wearing yeah. gloves, man. Wearing gloves every week. Get tight gloves, tight gloves. Never. And the whole game just fucking moaning. Oh no, just moaning, moaning, moaning. But yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think uh, a win against Blackburn, and then we are pretty much safe then. Because what we're nine points off the bottom now, and then we've got eight games to play. Off. No, how many games have we got left to play? I've forgotten. Oh, now. Is, is it not eight? Around the other, wasn't it? We've got eight. Yes, after that will be seven. Uh, so more wins than obviously we are far away from relegation then. And then we can just chill out for the rest of the season and hopefully have like a top half finish if we can go on and really finish well. That'd be great. That would be. And then worry about next season. I know, yeah. And all the all of our good players leaving. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine like that last game of the season? It would honestly we could say goodbye to about eight players <laughs> honestly and those eight players are not fringe players that's the problem a lot of them are yeah. you know absolute like trusty going i'll probably cry oh yeah i'm crying sanderson feedback come as well that'd be a very sad day for me Bealing, i think is our patrick vieira again extremely sad day for me i won't go to any of the games the rest of the season it's gonna be it's like you know saying bye to a child so you know it's pretty uh yeah let's, let's not let's not put you know down oh, on the uh the episode <laughs> looking forward to next season <laughs> yeah we'll see there's gonna be no doubt there's gonna be a lot of hard work to be done over some of that hopefully we stay it but again that's where i think the hard work's gonna start again with with recruitment and, yeah you know getting sure. things ready so we're not in another relegation battle you know, next season Ray Gardner's done good though I trust in him. Definitely. Do you? Oh, massively. In massive terms of signings, in terms of getting people in the door, I think, I, yeah. I hope we can do it again, yeah. How cash strapped we've been and how creative he's been and the level of player he has brought in or the club have brought in, mm. I think, needs to be brought. Look at Trusty. Just yeah. for an example this season, I think the, the, the deal to bring Chong in for 1.5 million, I said it as soon as we signed him, but like, even if you just look at it in like financial standpoint, we could have we bought him for 1.5 we could have probably sold him that day for more than 1.5 mm. i feel like just as an asset mm. the season you see the teams do that sometimes do you know what i mean like, i think for us it's it's massive and again like when i look at the team that went down after winning the carling cup that team was brilliant like we had such a good core there you know roger johnson and scott dan for me were like two of the best yeah. partnership in the prem at that point right easily yeah yeah and I think with this team as well, the players that we've got, you know, the permanence that we have, we've got a good foundation yeah, to kind of to build, build on, yeah. but we've got to do that. You know, Bakuna gets his criticism, I think, because, you know, people think he's a little bit lackadaisical or whatever, but I do genuinely think that's his play style. And Chongi, two massively creative players, you just think them alone, you can start to pad out a team around. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I, do, yeah. I just yeah, I don't want to see us 
a lose those players and lose you know something we've we've got yeah. you know in such yeah. I mean, in the right hands, if we didn't have obviously the situation that we've got around us, in the right hands, you've got a lot to build off. You do. It's just no, whether we can agree with that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's that endless frustration we got with Blues. It's kind of just like. Yeah, we've got some good players, but the confidence is shut to pieces because there's nobody to replace them when they are unfit. It's like Trusty the season's missed one game, isn't he? So it's just like relentless for him. And he's only he's only never he's never played in the championship before. He's we've not signed him off Sheffield Wednesday or no. a team that have been in the championship before and he's been there. He's so it's like he's like professional English football. He hasn't even played a game, I don't think, for Arsenal competitively. So no. it's, it's hard to what he's done and how good he is. Yeah, give him his like, give him his audience. He is brilliant. Yeah, and that's why we need more investment and bigger squad as well. Yeah, massively, massively. But I think Trust is going to have everyone after him mm. from the end of the season. You know, if he's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to a. I don't know why he'd come to Blues. Basically, I think he's <laughs> going to go to the top Championship team, or even could potentially go as like one of the Championship teams that go up. Really, I think he's that good. I think he's on a lot of clubs' radar. Yeah. If he isn't, I think they're mad. Mm. No, I agree with that. I can see him going to like Burnley or somebody. I thought he, I think he would fit into like company's team well. Yeah. I think he's a player absolutely rise to that level as well. Yeah. Like obviously, he plays ridiculous for us, and he's a great player for us. But I, I genuinely think his ceiling's way higher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I so it's been a. Great to speak to you guys. It's been a really good episode. Uh, do you want to quickly shout out your socials and those great hats that you're wearing as well? Tipping <laughs> 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 the Yeah, so yeah, you can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two, YouTube the Tilton Two, yeah, and our website yeah com. We do have these beautiful caps. Make BCFC great again. A piss take to Mr. Donald Trump there, <laughs> but the message still stands. If you want one of them, uh, jump over and head over to the website. They're available now. And I think both of us, massive thank you to Tommy. If you haven't checked That's out right, Tommy's content, make sure you do. We're always checking on you, Tommy. And I think you know, we, we, we know each other through you know, our own content. And yeah, you're a top lad. And we yeah, love the stuff that you're doing, mate. So keep it up mate. yeah an absolute pleasure appreciate it man it's been great uh so yeah thank you guys for coming on it's been absolutely fantastic having you on really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to come and uh fill in for jamie and zach and everybody <laughs> be sure to check out the tilton too and you can also check us out on youtube twitter instagram facebook and tiktok all of the links are on the screen right now thank you guys for listening and keep right on keep right on Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hold up. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.